Hi, I'm Debbie Georgettis. Welcome to America Can We Talk. Today we're going to talk about what the DHS Secretary Kirsten Nielsen's resignation means. Number two, the Dems have set a border security trap, but President Trump has choices. And third, Democrats' total opposition to border security. Let me count the ways. Stay tuned. Debbie Georgiatis, host of America Can We Talk, is an author, attorney, and political analyst whose mission is to inspire the American political conversation about preserving liberty in the best country on earth. To America Can We Talk, I'm Debbie Georgiatis. I'm obviously not in my usual studio. We're actually uh, in California visiting family, but I'm going to do the show from here, and I want to focus entirely on this deep dive Monday on border security. Big news over the weekend, of course, last night after White House conversation between DHS Secretary Kirsten Nielsen and President Trump, and I guess Mick Mulvaney was there, Kirsten Nielsen submitted her resignation um, as HHS Secretary. And you know she uh, has been in that job, I think, since October of 2017. And she submitted her resignation essentially after conversation with President Trump where he is not happy with the status of things at the border, not happy that the border security is, is just not yet happening in this country. Also stories today uh, that a Secret Service, the Secret Service director, Tex, his last name is A-L-L-E-S, Ailes, Ailes, however you say it, uh, is also about to be, uh, to be resigning or let go. So President Trump, in the middle of the uh, White House and his border security, has uh, Stephen Miller is one of his staff members that President Trump has pretty much put in charge with coming up with a border security policy uh, that will actually be effective to get border security. And so he, Stephen Miller, this is apparently part of his you know plan to turn things around at the border. Just in case you miss some late of the latest border data, so you understand the level of the problem. Uh, for example, just in. Um, the month of February, so here we are in early April, uh, the month of February, there were 66,450 arrests. That's arrests, meaning the people who actually got caught versus those who made it over the border and, and were never caught again So uh, and never heard from again. And larger numbers are just staggering numbers at the border um, for fiscal year 2018. The number of people crossing the border, the southern border um, of America, uh, went up significantly as compared with the previous year. Um, a half a million people tried to cross the southwest border without authorization in fiscal year 2018. And again, that's the people they only caught. Massive new migrant caravans headed America's way. So it isn't as though this was a one-time surge, it's an ongoing surge. Why I am so glad to see so much activity out of President Trump, so much determination to take charge of the issue is this. President Trump sees this issue not as merely a uh, domestic border issue, not a domestic policy. He sees the southern border, uh, the, the number of crossings, the massive number, the overwhelming of the border patrol, the overwhelming of people um, in the detention centers. He sees it as an invasion. And I think the really vital point to keep in mind is 
people say, oh, this, you can't call this an invasion. These are just people who are facing poverty and they are, they live, they're coming from countries where poverty is rampant. They want a new life. Many of them understand we have a great economy here in America. So they're coming to America to seek jobs. And people say it's unfair to characterize it as an invasion. These are just, you know, the huddled masses showing up at the southern border. But the trick is this. While there are, of course, many bad actors trying to cross the American southern border, many bad actors, drug smugglers, human smugglers, human traffickers, gang members, even Islamic terrorists crossing our southern border. The majority of them appear to be families simply taking advantage of our failure to protect our own border. There are many innocent moms, children using our system to get into our country. But here's the trick. Even though it is very accurate to call this an invasion, the enemy invading is not really the people at the southern border. The enemy invading is instead the enemy orchestrating this, the enemies whose conduct is permitting this, the enemy engaged in this ongoing, relentless push at our border, this invasion of America, the enemy is the American left. The enemy is the American left in Congress. It's the American left who is leading the charge to surrender the southern border. I'll talk about that later in the show, but it is 100% accurate for President Trump to call this an invasion. And the actions he is taking in Washington is showing he realizes he cannot win this border battle, this push by the American left to force the abandonment of American borders. He cannot win this battle with his current team, much like professional football teams, all sorts of professional sports teams, Sometimes they have to fire the coach. It may be a nice coach. It may be a coach who likes the team. It may be a coach who hasn't done anything wrong, hasn't stolen money, hasn't done anything bad. They just aren't getting the job of winning done. And this is what President Trump is doing in, resh in shaping again and shaking up the border security officials in Washington. He is saying, we got to put in a winning team. We have to win this battle. We have to win a secure border for America along our southern border. That, my friends, is what President Trump is accomplishing in removing Kirsten Nielsen and any other shakeups, which there are apparently more coming. The idea that President Trump is conveying to his voters who love it is that they, he understands who the enemy is. It's not the moms and children at the border. It's the American left very willing to surrender the border, to surrender the idea of citizenship, to abandon immigration policy, and simply allow the incursion into America of millions and millions and millions of illegal immigrants who they ultimately see as the future Democrat Party voting base. Trump is signaling he's going to win this battle. And he's, I hope, exactly right to do what he, he is right to do what he is doing. I hope he wins this battle. Next, I want to turn to and tell you about a, the, what the Democrats set a border security trap. Really important to understand that. Stay tuned. Okay, so I want to tell you something, folks. Just simply, um, I mean, I honestly don't think many Americans realized it when it was happening. But do you remember when we had um, 
we had in America the uh, Trump wanted to have border uh, funding, uh, border wall funding in the budget. Democrats would have none of it. We're not about to give President Trump the ability to build the wall he wanted to build along the southern border. The Democrats stalled. We, we had the shutdown of government. We had ongoing you know, discussions in Washington. We ultimately ended up with a allegedly bipartisan committee, you know, House and Senate and Democrats and Republicans to sit down and try to come up with a, a bill, a budget bill that would permit the government to reopen. And the sticking point was that Democrats would not fund the border wall. The deal struck and ultimately signed by President Trump pretty much under duress, but the deal signed under uh, through that process essentially allowed a very small amount of money compared to what President Trump wanted, some money toward the border wall, and the um, and then the government could reopen. Everything else was kind of, I mean, the whole issue of the uh, budget stalling was the border wall funding. President Trump, for a variety of reasons, decided he had to, fund, he had to go ahead and sign the bill, so he did. But what I want to help everyone understand and really get clear about what's at stake in this battle today is that what President Trump signed to reopen the government, to end the shutdown, to accept a smaller amount of money that he wanted in the budget to fund the border wall, that bill included things that are now hamstringing him. That bill included things that are making it very, very difficult for him to actually bring about border security. This is, I, I don't even know, in fact, I think it's a very important and, and, and yet unknown question, whether at the time President Trump signed that deal to reopen government, to get the budget done, to accept a smaller amount than he wanted for the border wall, did Trump know that what the Democrats put in that bill and which the Republicans capitulated to really just tied his hands, made it very, very difficult for him to move forward on doing the, um, the, uh, the border wall, border security. I'm going to read you a very short section from that bill, because this is why we are where we are today. This is why we are stuck. This is why we're having such a hard time moving forward on border security, because of what the Democrats put into that bill. To be specific, section 224A, and by the way, if you're listening to this and you want to go read this, you can go to our website, americachemitalk.org, on the homepage, under shows, go down, list of links. In that list of links is a, an article that explains this, this astonishing, it really was a sabotaging of the president's efforts to bring about border security in the very bill designed allegedly to give him money to secure the border. But in that bill, what the... Democrats stuck in, Republicans failed to block, and President Trump, I'm going to guess, might have signed it without getting sufficient, complete advice from his own staff. Maybe that's part of the reason he was upset with Kirsten Nielsen. Um, I don't know. But in any case, um, it, this language in the bill said, says the following. Um, the bill cut the number of beds available. So when people cross the border illegally and they're saying, I'm here to, make, to request asylum, and they usually are supposed to be detained. So while you're processing their asylum request, you have them. So in case they don't, they don't earn asylum, they don't warrant being given asylum, they can be sent home because you have them in custody. But this bill uh, cut the number of beds. Um, and, so, and, and then all of these people now crossing a southern border subject to this, 
none of the funds provided by this act, and the next words are very important, or any other act, the bill attempted to supersede all previous laws relating to border security. None of the funds provided by this act or any other act may be used by the Secretary of Homeland Security to place in detention, remove, refer for a decision whether to initiate removal proceedings or initiate removal proceedings against a sponsor, a potential sponsor, or a member of a household of a sponsor or a potential sponsor of an unaccompanied alien child. Many people tried to warn America that the Democrats had just sowed the seeds of sabotage into this funding bill, making it essentially impossible for the um, for for serious enforcement at the border. And again, you have to catch that language. The Democrats wrote into this that what they were saying here supersedes all other law. The bill shouldn't have been passed, but at the time, Trump, you know, he wanted to not have a shutdown any longer. Uh, the bill, by the way, also had the language in it, which we talked about in the show many times before. I had the language in it that essentially requires the border security uh, officials, border security people who are making the decision about, you know, where we build the ball, what we're doing. They have to get, they have, the Department of Homeland Security has to go along with and confer with local elected official officials of such city or census designated place. They have to confer, seek to reach mutual agreement. Now, if you don't know this, I'll tell you, along the southern border of America, along the southern border where all this trouble is happening, those big cities are run by Democrats who never want border security. They wrote into this bill the very, a very, very difficult uh, standard. You have to, you have to go, ahead, go ahead and consult with the local officials who are on the Democrat side who never want border security, won't support border walls no matter what. So that was in the bill. There's a brilliant piece out today by Sydney Powell. She's been a guest on my show many times. And again, you can find this piece by going to our website, americacanwetalk.org. The piece is called Ultimate Betrayal, The Truth About the Invasion of America. Before I read to you, she gave a bunch of really great ideas what legal remedies President Trump still has available. I'm going to tell you some of them. But first, I want to play a short clip by President Trump at the border which set the left into a tizzy. We have, a, I believe, a short clip ready for President Trump. What he said at the border just, I think it was just a few weeks ago, I mean, last week. So if we have President Trump's clip. Mexico is making absolutely a fortune with the United States. They have a trade surplus of over $100 billion, which is far bigger than anybody understands. They've had it for many years. And either they're going to stop. They have the strongest immigration laws anywhere in the world. And we have the weakest, the most pathetic laws. Number one, Congress has to act. And number two, Mexico, they make so much money from the United States and so many other things, so many other assets. They have to grab it and they have to stop it. We have right now two big caravans coming up from Guatemala, massive caravans walking right through Mexico. So Mexico's tough. They can stop them, but they chose not to. Now they're going to stop them. And if they don't stop them, we're closing the border. 
They'll close it. And we'll, we'll keep it closed for a long time. I'm not playing games. Mexico has to stop it. I got to tell you, folks, President Trump has been so strong. His threat there to close the border obviously put a lot of people into a tizzy. A particular people were saying, well, gee, I mean, you had the avocado rebellion. You have people saying, but America imports wherever it is, you know, 80% of our avocados from Mexico. We can't have guacamole if you close the border. I mean, I don't mean to make light of it because there are serious consequences to closing a border, but these are serious times. This is why I'm so grateful President Trump is signaling to America, signaling to, signaling to Mexico, signaling to the left, signaling to our, to the GOP. We are going to be serious. This is an invasion. This is a transformation of America if we don't stop it. He's saying some way or another, we're going to regain authority at the southern border. But what Sidney Powell wrote, I want to share with you is President Trump, as I was just telling you, President Trump is hamstrung. The Democrats wrote into that bill in order to end the shutdown. The Democrats wrote into the bill this obnoxious, many obnoxious limitations on President Trump's power to move forward. I'm just going to list a few of them, what President Trump could do, the key one being he could issue an executive order. President Trump could issue an executive order, either stopping all immigration, which he has the authority to do, just everything done, no more immigration, or he could order he he could uh, issue an executive order stopping all immigration from the three countries where they are sending people or where the people are coming over our border and and just simply um, overwhelming our border. He could do that, and you know. There may have been times that seem like an extreme thing is not even close to extreme. It is a it is a very realistic, reasonable possibility for President Trump to consider. We're just going to stop immigration entirely. We're going to get our immigration laws straight in this country. We're going to have we're going to insist that every person in our borders has some legal status to be here until we've cleared up that we're not going to move forward with any more immigration. I mean, this would be a brilliant move, and it would be a better and deeper and bigger signal to the American left. You're not going to overwhelm our country with people you are encouraging and aiding and abetting crossing our southern border. This is what is needed. So, yeah, number one, issue an executive order, either all immigration stops or at least immigration from the countries in question. Number two, part of what happens at the border is People present themselves and they request asylum. Asylum is a very specific category of law, of immigration law. There are specific criteria you have to meet. You either meet one of them and you are granted asylum, or you don't meet one of them and you need to go home. Right now, because we have so many alleged family units, women and children or unaccompanied children crossing the border, claiming that they qualify for asylum, we cannot house those people. We can't keep them all contained while we're processing their asylum applications. The asylum judges are overwhelmed. I meant to look up before the show started today, but they're, you know, they're just, the, the judges are overwhelmed and hearing asylum cases. And so they're way, way behind schedule. Well, another uh, idea that uh, Sidney Powell suggests is, why don't we uh, retrain current Border Patrol agents to evaluate asylum claims. You have to understand, folks, these people showing up at the southern border, they may be poor, 
they may be hungry, but these are not categories for which they can be granted asylum in America. America has wisely chosen to never list poverty in your home country as a reason to be granted asylum in America. If we did that, we would be overwhelmed and by millions and millions and millions and millions of people in this world if we said, we grant asylum if you live in poverty. We can't do that. And, and actually, even when the Democrats had control of Congress, they didn't even think about doing that because the possibilities are outrageous. This, the, the outcome would be, would be intolerable. We cannot take in every poor person in the world. If the Border Patrol agents could do these asylum assessments, get them trained, that would stop a lot of the problem because they could do it right there at the border. Okay, and as you know, I think President Trump has recently said, you know, we're going to let force these people to stay on the southern side, uh, outside of our border, while we're having these these cases come forward. Because once they're here, what's been happening, I'll talk about more later, just in a few minutes, but what's been happening in America is because our borders are so overwhelmed, we have people crossing the border requesting asylum, no earthly possibility they qualify for asylum, none at all but they are released into the interior of America and told, you know, you ought to be, uh, you know, just come back for, here's your hearing gate, come back. And of course they never do. They're not going to come back. They got what they wanted, which was access to America. And they're going to stay in America because that's why they came here to become, to, to try to, um, you know, try to get inside our borders and never be seen again. Third suggestion that Sidney Powell has is we need to stop all of our American generosity, all of our payments to foreign countries, the countries from which these people come. We reward the behavior of Honduras, El Salvador, and Guatemala by sending money to them, and yet they're doing nothing to prevent their people from leaving their country. In fact, they probably encourage them, leave their country, march, the, march up to the southern border of America, and then get in. We need to have those countries recognize we're going to stop paying you all the, the largesse of America you expect until you, you need to tell your own people America is not going to let you in. No point in going there. Don't do it. Okay, next is we can declare the Mexican cartels terrorist organizations. Brilliant idea. And the I thinking is this. We, if once we declare them terror organizations, which the Mexican drug cartels clearly are, we can then have our military in a joint operation with Mexico clean up about a two-mile swath on the Mexican side of the border, Mexican side of the border, and put a wall there before they get another dime of our money. Make the Mexicans enforce it. Put the wall on their side. Let them deal with it and, and get the Mexican and American forces working together to build a wall on their side based on our willingness to declare the Mexican drug cartels as terror organizations. Five, and this should happen no matter what, America does have completely within its power. Now, you can't get this through the Democrat House, but I'm hoping we're not going to have a Democrat-run House after the 2020 elections. You ultimately have to withdraw from all UN and other refugee resettlement programs. Stop funding refugee resettlement with taxpayer money. This is very similar to stop immigration to America. We need to get a hold of our country again. We need to have secure borders. 
We need to have an agreed upon immigration policy. We have to have a refreshing, a change to our immigration policy, a, a newly reinvigorated enforcement of our, of our policies in America on immigration so that we, for example, actually enforce with penalties, with teeth against employers who hire illegal aliens. That's one piece of it. We have to enforce the southern border. No, no exceptions allowed. We have to have very severe penalties for people who cross the border illegally, not just send them back again. We have to make it, and then we have to end all magnets to coming to America. One of the huge magnets is jobs, which I'm saying we got to go ahead and have the uh, federal government begin to enforce the provisions, which are already in law, but enforce the provisions that say an employer is severely punished if you hire illegal aliens. Um, and she, she also had an idea to put the burden on Mexico to stop trucks of drugs and people at the ports of entry. If a truck gets through a port and we catch it, close the port immediately for two days to punish Mexico's failure to catch the truck. Put more burden on Mexico to do those things. I also, um, she also has this um, cancel any project to increase legal immigration. Stop bringing more people here. And I got to go back to something I said in the, in the beginning of the show. These things may sound harsh, but what other method do we have in America to put a halt to what the American left is trying to do to this country? What other method do we have in stopping immigration, stop ref refugee resettlements, stop even legal immigration? Just send the signal to this country that we actually, our immigration policies mean something. Citizenship means something that we are calling out what the left is doing, which is a very intentional overwhelming of the immigration system of our border security, border patrol is an intentional overwhelming of those systems designed to cause the systems to just collapse, designed to cause all of us to say, okay, fine, we'll throw our hands up. Anybody comes, everybody comes, no limits, no problem. This is exactly what the left hopes the, the American people will do. And this is why these, these strident and strong measures are called for. We need, we need to make it very, very difficult for people to come here. We also have to require the Social Security Administration, along with other agencies, IRS, HHS, other agencies, to work together, identify illegal aliens in this country, and deport them actually criminally prosecute identity theft because many people illegal aliens come to this country steal someone's else someone else's identity use a taxpayer id and so they are working they are paying taxes except it's not really them it's somebody else's identity they stole they need to be afraid to break our laws everyone in this country myself included recognizes the wonders and the greatness of immigration of legal controlled under the uh, rule of law, immigration to this country. Most of us here came here, are here because our ancestors used the immigration policies to come to America. That's why most of us are here. Immigration in an orderly way governed by law is a great thing, is, is a vital thing. Immigration, random, haphazard, unlawful, overwhelming of the borders, that's not immigration. That's not even, you can't have that and even call yourself a country. That is simply abandoning your border, abandoning your country. Um, she also says, send more military to the border 
to harden and enforce it in every way, use old military bases to detain aliens instead of releasing them. This sounds good. Last thing she had, and this is Sidney Powell's list from her stellar article that is called The Ultimate Betrayal, The Truth About the Invasion of America. She suggests uh, use the provision for military construction in 10 U.S.C. 284, you know, in, in federal law, to build the wall in, in all high drug traffic and smuggling areas along the border. Use, again, use the provision for military instruction construction already in federal law to build the wall in all high, tra high drug traffic and smuggling areas. And I have to tell you, folks, if President Trump executed on even just a few of these, just a few of them, just said, you know, the problem at the border is, is over. We are overwhelmed. The border is overwhelmed. Border Patrol can't keep it up. Border Patrol is releasing people because they have no way to process them. They have no way to handle these masses. They're released into the public. We'll never see them again. They're going to flock to sanctuary cities. We'll never have the opportunity to deport them if we don't stop us at the border. If President Trump did this, he would win in 2020 in a landslide. In fact, I think that it is the failure of the Republicans to take as seriously as the American people do the problem of this, the unsecure southern border that may hurt the Republicans in 2020. President Trump's message is not hateful. His message, his mission, his very his political identity, it is not hateful, it is not xenophobic. It is not racist. It is not mean-spirited. It is doing the job of the commander-in-chief. It's doing the job of the president of the United States, whose job responsibilities include, whose job responsibilities include keeping America safe, securing our borders. It is job number one in Washington is making sure that you have policies in place to keep America safe. And the left makes these arguments, but these poor huddled masses, you know, trying to cross the Southern border, these caravans from impoverished Latin American countries, South American countries are not an invasion. They are poor huddled masses. It's the meaning of our country to take these people in. No, they are coming here as part of the invasion. The left is happily, and willingly enabling and encouraging. The left is, is using now for political gain the, the poorest southern border. They are willing to fight to keep the border unsecure. They are telling the American people, the American left is doing this, telling the American people they have no interest in a secure border. They have no interest in fixing the immigration system. They have no interest in protecting America from the utter danger of many people crossing the southern border who do mean us harm, drug traffickers and human traffickers and sex traffickers and, and terrorists in the Middle East, Islamic terrorists, but they also don't have any interest in protecting America by insisting on a rule of law, a system of the uh, law that protects everyone. The left is saying they don't care about that. And this should be President Trump's primary message in 2020 is the idea that if you're not protecting the country, 
if you're not protecting America, then you have no business serving in the American Congress. You have no business serving in the Senate. You have no business serving in the House if you will not back policies to protect our borders. President Trump is on a mission, indeed a mission to protect against an invasion. And that invasion is peopled or the forces that the people doing it are the caravans crossing the southern border. But the instigator, the beneficiary, the orchestrator is the American left. And finally today, I want to talk about just briefly this idea of when I say, and I mean it from the bottom of my heart, this Democrat total opposition to border security. I just want to run through the ways that anyone who's being honest would have to admit is true. The Democrats do not want border security. They say they do. Whenever that statement is made in public hearings and anything at all, there's the immediate, you got to be crazy. Of course we want border security. Everybody wants border security. We just want different methods to do it. No, the Democrats are using our insecure borders as their means of building up their ultimate Democrat permanent voting base. I'm going to tell you why I say that. Number one, they would not fund the border wall. And for people who say, well, you know, they didn't have to choose a border wall as in, you know, they could fund, they could secure the border other ways. The fact is the border is insecure. Here we are in 2019. The border is massively insecure. We have millions of people attempting to cross the border. We have record numbers of people caught at the border trying to cross. We have no means of processing them. And when President Trump said in areas not, you know, border to border, but in areas we have no other means to secure the border. Let's secure a border wall. This was an argument that every prominent Democrat you can think of in this country agreed with just a few years ago, that we have to have a secure border, that border walls are needed. Congress voted in place, voted border walls, but we didn't do it. And now all of a sudden, the left is acting like border walls are some mean-spirited, xenophobic, horrific thing. It's because they don't want border security. They do not want to have that border secure. They won't fund the border wall. They, um, so sorry, my phone making noise, sorry. They won't fund the border wall at all. They, they, are, they gave a pittance, an amount they knew would not be sufficient. Um, they, they deny the existence of a border security. They deny the existence of a crisis at the border. And let me remind you about this. When President Trump said we have a crisis at the border, mocked and ridiculed by prominent Democrats around this country, won't even agree it, was, it is a crisis. Now, one prominent Democrat apparently did not get the memo. This would be, and he's especially relevant on this question, Jay Johnson the former Obama administration Homeland Security Secretary, Jay Johnson, who said recently, it was like last week on one of the talk shows, by any measure, 4,000 apprehensions on our southern border in one day, 100,000 in a month, is a crisis. He was asked, I mean, obviously these lefty people have him on, thinking he's going to say, oh, that's ridiculous, we don't have a crisis. Jay Johnson, the former Obama era, Homeland Security Secretary saying 
that it's a crisis. He admits it's a crisis. Yet you have prominent Democrats, in fact, probably among the top contenders for the Democrat presidential nomination, Beto O'Rourke, who lives in Texas, who lives near the border in El Paso, who recognizes that the border is completely gone, that is overrun. And his position in this and running, he is a declared candidate, a declared Democrat president for a declared candidate for president of the United States on the Democrat side. He said that he called for removing existing barriers. He doesn't even want the minimal and pittance of the, of the fencing we have there. He wants it removed. So this is the pro, a, one of the most prominent Democrat candidates for president saying, we don't need any borders at all. Similarly, another Democrat candidate for president, the former um, Housing and Urban Development Secretary, Julian Castro, also former San Antonio mayor, called the border crisis BS. He said it's BS that we even have a crisis at the border. One of his first policies will be to decriminalize illegal entry into this country. So he's fine with the idea. Let's just abandon the border and let it roll. And so, and I'll tell you, the border crisis is so bad in, uh, you know, in the southern border, mainly in Texas, but also um, New Mexico and Arizona, that the uh, Border Patrol is now taking in, I will give you some numbers, taking in and releasing people who have no legal right to be here, who claim to go, oh, I'm going to ask for asylum at some point. Um, they released 250 migrants on just Tuesday and Wednesday of last week. They expect to free hundreds of more because there's no room to hold them. Another proof the Democrats do not want border security. Democrats defunded and fought against the expansion of facilities to house illegal immigrants at the border. They're making it impossible for us to secure the border. The Democrats do not get to say, oh no, we really want a secure border. We just don't want a fence. We won't fund uh, detention facilities, uh, but really, I, we swear we want border security. They also had, now ICE, Immigration and um, Customs Agency, is dropping off busloads of immigrants um, uh, at Greyhound stations, just letting them go, just saying, you, you gotta take a bus somewhere, get out of here. So, I mean, they are just dropping off illegal immigrants at Greyhound bus stations, letting them get sent off. In fact, Wall Street Journal reported, um, this, that, actually, one more thing, the migrant wave is expected this month to reach 100,000, is expected this year and the next year to reach 1.5 million people coming across our border. But this is not a crisis. Don't let Beto work. You know, he, he said us straight, it's not a crisis. I mean, other Democrats of prominence mock the idea it is a crisis. And so what Wall Street Journal is reporting is starting this week, this written last week, starting this week, hundreds of families, hundreds of families caught each day in that area are released by Border Patrol agents instead of even being handed over to U.S. Immigration and Customs Enforcement for potentially longer detention. So Border Patrol catches them. They didn't hand them over to ICE. They just released them, uh, you know, told under this policy, they'll be processed by Border Patrol, released in order to show up later to start their deportation or asylum hearings. So if you, the American left simply does not get to argue with any credibility or rationality that they want a secure border. They won't fund the wall. 
They won't admit there's a crisis. We ha they are now in a place of releasing people coming over the border. And this border surge from Central and South America began under the Obama era, where many people from those particular countries told told the border patrol people when they got here, oh yeah, everyone we've been told, we, we heard the news came from America. Yeah, you can just, America's welcoming you, don't worry, you can just cross the cross into America. The Dems are not even trying to hide their mission. It is to abandon the border, to support sanctuary cities, to abandon or forbid laws that ensure citizens can vote, only citizens vote, so they're enabling illegal, illegal aliens to cross the border, getting them into our interior, into sanctuary cities where they're never going to be reported or turned away or sent home. And then they're implementing policies to make sure that those people actually can end up voting. So here's my closing thought for today. Many people are criticizing President Trump for sounding too harsh about the border, for he shouldn't speak that way. He should sound nicer. Folks, the invasion is not the people crossing the border. The invasion is orchestrated and enabled and encouraged by the American left, who's trying as hard as they can to bring millions of people to America who will, the moment that party has the White House, the Senate and the House, will legalize them all. The Democrat policy about the border security is a Democrat voter procurement program. It is what they are doing. It is why they fight every effort to secure the border. And so this is the question for the voters in 2020. Can we be honest about what the Democrats are doing? Can we recognize that we must secure the border? We must shore up our immigration system. We must change the law at the border so we have border wall, border security, we have asylum uh, claims process, perhaps within 10 minutes, turn around and go home if you don't qualify for asylum, or are we willing to abandon America? Because that really gets to the core of what the Democrat Party is doing. They are working for the idea of abandoning the value of citizenship, abandoning borders, abandoning the identity of America. That is what is on the ballot in 2020. I'm Debbie Georgiatis. This is America Can We Talk. Please tune in every Monday through Thursday, 3 p.m. Central Time, because I'm always here talking truth about this precious country, this experiment in human liberty, America, because America matters. Talk to you tomorrow. Can We Talk? Truth about America. Can